With the headlines telling stories of conflict and despair in Israel, many of us are feeling a sense of helplessness and our hearts are hurting for those impacted, but it's not always clear how to help. Well, there is a term for that helpless feeling and it's called empathic distress and it can lead to burnout and withdrawal. So Dr. Tom Golightly joins me and she, he's going to share how we can cope a little bit better. And can you first just define what empathic distress is? Sure, first let's start with empathy. And okay. empathy is kind of this basic building block of human connection. It's where we kind of find how to come together with another human being. And it's when, when we experience empathy, it's when we feel with another person. Now empathic distress is when we lose our sense of self a little bit, we lose that individuality, and we actually take on that emotion of the other person. It's, it's where we become consumed with it or the other person's experience. So uh, to go full nerd mode, if I were to draw a Venn diagram and we had one circle, it's, it's our emotion and our experience, and in the other, it's the environment or the other person's experience. Empathy is when it's just barely overlapping. Empathic distress is when it becomes one circle and we can't really differentiate between what's ours and what's theirs and we just kind of take it on. And it can have some pretty significant impacts. We can pull away, we can be apathetic towards things. Uh, it can really impact physical, emotional, mental wellness. So if we're exposed to this 24 hour news cycle and all of these difficult things, it can really wear on us over time. You know, it's so interesting. My friend and I were talking about, she was telling me about her weird dream the other night. I know nobody likes to hear those, I kind of do. But her, her <laughs> was about being attacked by gunmen. Mm. And I had had almost the exact dream that night before. Wow. And I think we were just talking about how we're really taking in this news that we're hearing all the time. So I want to talk to you about this, how we manage that. How do we manage that? You have a few tips for us. So the first thing is to remind yourself of your own sense of self. And we can feel with people without becoming what they're feeling. And that's really, really difficult at times. But uh, it, to remind ourselves, and, and if we can kind of you know, say it with me, I am my own person, right? That I have my own set of values, that I have a healthy sense of worth, and uh, that I know who I am, that I have a healthy identity. If we can kind of be deliberate and intentional and remind ourselves that, that we're separate from that while still feeling, then we're in a better position to help and just kind of be there and, 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 and connect to the person. Okay, so just reminding ourselves that we're our own person, we're not, and this can be for news, but it can also be for a dear friend who's going through something hard. Yes, it, it's it's interpersonal. I, you know, a, a lot of us pick up on that energy in, in the environment. I, I think of, of parents, you know, you see your kids struggling. We all send kids to junior high, right? And it's so hard, or grandkids or whatever, you, you pick up on that. But we can we can feel it without becoming what it is that, that the environment is giving out. Okay. We have to remember that. That's a tough yeah. one, though. Um, you have another term I hadn't heard that I like, compassion satisfaction. So compassion in this sense isn't just feeling with the other person. It's understanding what the other person is going through as well. So it's more than an emotional experience. It kind of brings in uh, an intellectual component to it. And what we find is uh, compassion and empathy work very differently. Our brain actually reacts differently. Studies have shown that dopamine is, is kind of the pleasure and satisfaction satisfaction hormone that gets released when, when things like that happen. Empathy actually depletes our dopamine, 
whereas compassion increases satisfaction and boosts our, our, our neurological condition. So if we really strive to understand and seek to have a compassionate view as opposed to an empathic view, we're actually going to be uh, in a better sense of self in a place where we can help and, and really invite that compassion satisfaction as opposed to that energy depletion from, from too much empathy. Can you give me an example of the two things we might be saying to ourselves? One, if we're experiencing compassion and one if it's empathy and how that's different in our brains? Empathy, experiencing it, we, we interpret it as heartache. We feel that heartache and we think of, uh, we were just talking before we, we, we came on here, uh, celebrity death, it hurts. Like you feel that hurt. That's the depletion we're talking about and you interpret it as hurt. Compassion is kind of reaching out and it's like, this is where I can help. And so you understand uh, some of where you can help and the limitations of what you can't do. Okay. And so being able to understand what you can and can't do helps promote that compassion satisfaction. And does that lead into your final um, phrase, which is emotional self-awareness? So some, some of it, yes. I think what's really important is that we develop a sense of understanding of our own emotion. If, if we're too lost in the feeling of another, we can create a little sense of awareness of what we're going through. So are we noticing and, and without judging, are we able to can understand and ask questions and be curious about it? Are we able to label it and then disempower it by saying, I'm just feeling with this other person. It doesn't have to be uh, my own emotion. And if we do that, then we really can kind of stand with that other person as the tide rolls in on them, but we're in a better place to just kind of be. And being is where we're most helpful, not just fixing everything that's going on. It's a good reminder for us. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. I'm You're gonna welcome. work on these things. Hopefully no more <laughs> scary dreams in my future. Yes, I hope that for you too. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs>